Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Faith in the Zone, a show about sports and faith and how the two come together in lives being touched. Right now, discover how people in sports walk in faith with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered Welcome to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside my co-host, he's back, Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Pastor, how are you today? I like that. I'm back. You're, you are back. Yeah, I uh, I, I, know, can't, you, you, I mean, yeah, you go solo. You I, go solo without me. I did last week. Pastor yeah. Pastor Marlon Locke, his wife Kim. You I know, tell people all the time, you're the host, I'm just the co-host. You're, 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 <laughs> well, actually, there's a couple people between us. Oh, oh, my, I'm, my, I'm like the fourth or fifth. Fourth, pick, fifth, yeah, maybe got, sixth. You, you know, if we were a basketball team, you would be coming off the bench. That's oh, that, what I'm telling that you. That absolutely hurts. <laughs> yeah, that does. Yeah, that, that's my style. Hey, last week, uh, two weeks ago, we had uh, Bobby Bowden on. And then last week, Pastor Marlon Locke from Unity Gospel House of Prayer and his wife Kim came in, and uh, we utilized his music on Faith in the Zone, and and I uh, had a great uh, time talking with them. This week, we're we're going outside our our, our uh, comfort zone a little bit. I have to be honest with you. We uh, reached out to Mark Rose. He is a professional fisherman, and he is uh, man. Go to roseoutdoors.com for more information. But I spent a lot of time on his website today, and uh, I've got a lot of questions when it comes to, to, to what he does for a living. On his website, he, he wants to talk about his faith, his family, and fishing in that order. I love that. Yeah. Hey, that's like you. You like talking fishing, right? You've you're, yeah. you, you've, you've uh, done a lot of fishing in your day. Well, uh, yeah, but being from but, Oklahoma. But, yeah. Well, Mark, I'm not really a good fisherman. <laughs> I caught my first fish though. I caught my first fish near. Um, uh, it was in Arkansas. Uh, man, uh, Siloam Springs. You know where Siloam Springs is, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I caught. I caught in, in Flint Creek. I caught my very first fish, and I caught it without any bait, and I hooked it in 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 the top of the in the top of the fish. Top of the fin. Okay. Yeah, or top you of found the fin. One of yeah. Dumb ones, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a dumb one fishing. Seems like all the ones I'm after are pretty smart. <laughs> hey, let me introduce Mark Rose to you. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. And uh, how are things? Everything's good with, with you and your family and everything's good? Everything's great. My pleasure, guys. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and share. Yeah, life's good. Uh we're right in the middle of uh, tournament season right now. Um, I'm really busy with uh, traveling all over the country and uh, fishing these tournaments. And then uh, along the way, I do a lot of uh, outdoor ministry stuff that's involved with that. So 
that's kind of my heartbeat and my passion. So uh, I'm we're right in the middle and the thick of uh, speaking and tournament season, but I love it, you know, and, and it, it allows me to, in the fall, uh, shut the door on this and uh, get in the woods a little bit. You know, Mark, I, I had a chance to uh, to be a guest uh, speaker at, at a church called Oak Creek Assembly of God here in this uh, in the Milwaukee area. And when I got done, I had a, a gentleman come up to me and he said, "Hey, do you uh, do you take recommendations on 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 faith in the zone?" I said, "Yeah, I do." He said, "Why don't you get a professional fisherman on?" So we've got a lot of guys that fish in this area. And I said, "Is there a, would I have any luck in, in finding somebody?" He said, "Oh yeah." He said, "There's there's a lot of men." That around the country in the professional fishing um, arena that are strong Christians. And he said, you should really look yes. into that. And so I took some notes, and, and I went back, and this was probably six weeks ago, and I went back to my notes a couple weeks ago, and I, I reached out to you, and, and uh, I just really appreciate a few minutes of your time. And this, uh, I'm looking at the schedule. How did uh, Dandridge, Tennessee go for you? Well, it went really good. It was that was the final uh, tournament of the three series of the Southern Opens. Um, I fish, unlike a lot of guys, I fish uh, all three major trails. I fish the uh, FLW tournament trail, and I also fish the Bassmaster uh, Opens, and then I also fish major league fishing. So uh, that was the final one of the three in the Southern Division of the Bassmaster Opens. And I finished sixth in that tournament, so it was. Um, I, I was really blessed that week. Ended up winning the uh, points over there in that Southern Division, so that gives me the opportunity to go and fish the Bassmasters Elite if I so choose to do that. So it was a good week. Hey, hey Mark, uh, help me out uh, as far as fishing go- goes and the competition. I mean, how do they? I mean, is it how many you catch, what they weigh? I mean, what? T- t- tell tell me a little bit about that because I'm not real sure. I know. Yeah. Well, uh, it's the biggest five fish limit. Uh, we blast off in the mornings. Uh, there's nothing in our live well, of course. And then as we, um, we can bring in five fish, uh, when, when we're due in at the end of the day. And, um, if we catch that six fish, then the biggest of the, you know, you basically can only catch, you can only keep five in your boat. So you get rid of the smallest if you catch a bigger one and so on and so forth, and that's called culling. And so at the end of the day, uh, you've kept your biggest five fish, and you bring those to the scales. Hey, Pastor, if we were fish, they'd throw you out and keep me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, that's good, you, you'd be the puny of, of us you'd be the one they'd throw back i'd be the one they'd put on the scale everybody would go my goodness he caught a big one. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious I, I mean uh i mean there's probably an art to obviously the uh you know the bait you use oh, and all that and I, you know uh, we we do a hunting fishing show here uh on this radio station from six to eight every saturday morning and I get here early, and that's a client of mine, Smokey's Bait Shop. And I listen to these guys. It is a pure love and passion for for this. They, yeah. These guys talk about musky fishing a lot, and I, you know, for for me, it's I guess you can't take a cane pole and put a bobber on that thing and with a with a worm and try to catch one of those. But uh, they they talk about it, 
and 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 truly is a passion for fishing. They have a lot of guides that come, a lot of lakes in in, in Wisconsin, Mark, and they have guides that that will take you out, and they know the lakes, understand the lakes. And my question for you is, when you go when you go to some of these tournaments, are you familiar with the lake that you're going to be fishing? Sometimes. I've been doing this now, guys, for uh, 17 years. And when I first started, of course, I grew up over here in the Mississippi Delta along the Mississippi River. And so I knew everything about backwater, largemouth fishing, and that was about it. And then when I went full-time as a pro, I mean, we go up north to the Great Lakes. We go down south in the marsh country and and um, and down in the Everglades and all that, and Okeechobee, and then we go out west, and then we go out in the East Coast and fish a lot of Highland Reservoir. So it's um I had to learn different species, different techniques, different water colors, different everything. So um, yeah, I had a I had a a, a whole lot to learn. Um, but now uh, it seems like after 17 years of doing this, I've been to most of the body of waters that we fish. Uh, we have a circuit, just like kind of like NASCAR or anything else. We go to different venues every year. Uh, they, they assign that trail in the fall and for the next year. and So we kind of know the lakes that we're going to and plan our trips accordingly. But I have been to most of them now and uh, feel very comfortable with uh, with all of them. But when you first start, yeah, you, there's, a, there's a big uh, learning curve in there. Mark, when you – and I'm looking at your schedule. When you look – at uh, in June 9th through the 12th, you're going to be at Kentucky Lake in Gilbertsville, Tennessee. Do you plan ahead what part of the lake you're going to start at, and and, and hope there there that the, the fish are biting there? If not, you've got a, a plan B. So you you have an option. You have a couple options, obviously, where you're going to go. But you put together a game plan on on what part of that lake you're going to go to. Yes, yeah, and there's so many more factors that go into it that. People that you you don't realize, and and people that are just watching, don't, but because every I mean, just like this year, we're coming out of the uh, our launch facility and our blast off and all is at the dam. Well, the year before that, we came out of Moors or, or Ken Lake, which is Mid Lake on Kentucky Lake, and the year before that, we came out of Paris, which is on the far south end of the lake. So, you know, where you take off is a big strategy, you know, because uh, there's 40 miles of, of river in there that kind of, you got to, you know, plan for bad weather and wind and stuff like that. you got to plan for current because the current's going to be stronger on one end of the lake. If, depending on if they're letting in water, the current's going to be stronger on one end, and then if they're drawing water, it's going to be stronger on the other. Time of year, uh, this year we're going to be there in June before we were there in late May, so the fish are just... They're doing stuff totally different. They're moving, they're transitioning from the spawning areas back out to the river channel. So, yeah, there's so many factors that go into my strategy for the upcoming Kentucky Lake Tournament. And, yes, I've thought about it. I kind of got a game plan. I know what I'm going to be doing, where I'm going to be free fishing and and staying and and all that kind of stuff. But you're right. There's so many factors that go into just just the practicing part, part of it. Like, the lake is off limits to us right now, but we have three official practice days, which start, um, well, it starts on Sunday, and what we'll do is I started a fishing church deal, and 30 minutes before daylight, we'll have a service on the ramp, and then we practice all day Sunday, 
And then Monday, Tuesday, uh, we're off limits Wednesday, and competition is Thursday and Friday. Top 20 stay and fish Saturday. Top 10 stay and fish Sunday. So there's a lot that goes in. A lot in goes in. We're talking to Mark Rose. He is a uh, professional angler. He is uh, the first professional fisherman we've had on on Faith in the Zone. You can check out information on Mark Rose at roseoutdoors.com. That's roseoutdoors.com. You know, looking uh, uh, at uh, some more information on him, it's funny because there is a, uh, you know, what he likes and who his hero is and, and least favorite lake. And I can't pronounce that river, but Pasquale? River? Pat, there you go. Why, why is that your least favorite lake? It's tough to catch fish there? Yeah, I fish, we fished a tournament there one time, and uh, after three days, I caught like one fish, and I uh, didn't catch a very many in practice, and I just felt like they're, they're just just a real dud of a fishing hole. <laughs> that's, pr- that's perfect. Uh, that's probably where I'd been. That's, that's exactly <laughs> where you've been. Hey, uh, Mark, have you ever been up here to Wisconsin done any fishing? Oh, yeah, I've been in lacrosse. Okay. That, that's Wisconsin. Yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful yeah. uh, part of our state, yeah. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've hey. been. Uh, we we fish the uh, the Mississippi River there, and uh, I, I really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I like it because it's a lot different than the Mississippi River where I'm at. Where I'm at, there's no fish out on the main river. No no game fish like bass and crappie and other things. Whereas up there, everything is, I mean, there's a lot of fish out on the main river. Here, we have to get up back in the oxbows and all that. And there, it's just kind of, it's beautiful. The fish live out on the main river, and it's just a lot of fun. Hey, what what do they call that? Now, you know, I, I've seen it down in Oklahoma. I'm sure they do it in Arkansas, too, where, uh, you know, you, you're going after catfish, and you stick your hand oh, in Oh, I there. got it. Noodling. Noodling? Yeah. That hey, is, is, that's yeah. what it's called, right, Mark? Well, you can call it grabbling or something like that, or noodling, either one. It's it's kind of, there's lots of different things. Have, have, have you ever done anything like that? No, no. no. My name for it is crazy. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I watched, they had like a, they had like a reality TV show with noodling. And yeah, I got kid. caught up. Yeah. Watch- no, I I got caught watching it, and I couldn't stop watching it. And these guys, I'm telling you, when you say kind of crazy, these guys were a little touched. They were a little touched yeah. to the stuff they were doing and st- and going stand underwater as long as they can, sticking their mm-hmm. arm in these holes, and hopefully the 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 fish grabs on, they pull it out, and. I- if, Man, it's bi- if it's big enough, it'll pull them in. There's a couple <laughs> that I thought these guys were not going to get out. Wow. Like their arm got stuck, or no? I would sit on the boat and fish with Mark, but if he wanted me to noodle, <laughs> I'm not noodling for anybody, Mark. I'm just telling you. No, no. I feel like I'm gonna stick my hand in there and it'd be a big loggerhead turtle or, <laughs> turtle or something. Yeah, a couple of those guys. Like the one guy had like three fingers, and I thought, man, I yeah. know, I know what happened there. Guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're gonna talk to Mark about his faith, his testimony, and fishing church. Um, Let me just tell you what the mission statement for fishing churches, to provide fishermen with the opportunity to join others in worshiping God on the Sundays of our events. And here's my my favorite is, on here it says, um, if bad weather, man, just bring a raincoat, because we're praying today. So uh, we're going to talk with Mark about that on the other side of the break. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
More now of Faith in the Zone, discovering people of sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Back with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner from Brookside Baptist Church. Our special guest is Mark Rose. He's a professional fisherman and uh, an outdoors guy, reading his stuff. When fishing gets done, he goes right into the woods and starts hunting and fishing. Hey, Mark, is is that something you grew up with, uh, being outdoors and, and, and having a love for, for the outdoors? Yes, um... A lot of people ask me how I, how I, you know, got into tournament fishing. Well, uh, I grew up playing baseball. Uh, that was my first love. That was how I was going to go make my millions. But it was uh, it was my passion for the outdoors uh, that started from my granddad. Who, um, he just grew up living off the land, commercial fishing and trapping, and I spent much of my early childhood with him. And then that passion that I have for the outdoors just kind of, after college base, I played four years of college baseball, and once it was up, and uh, reality hit in, and, and all, uh, I guess, the competitiveness collided with my outdoor passion, and bass fishing was growing so at the time, and it was uh, really getting to be where a young man could uh, have a successful career at it, and it just kind of, that was where I felt God leading me to. Yeah. Mark, um Tell us a little bit about how your journey of faith with the Lord began when you when you came to know Christ personally. Well, that began early on uh, in in high school. Um, I was in a little high school fraternity. Uh, it was a bunch of athletes, and uh, it was called Delta Sigma, but it was a structured little high school fraternity. Well, every month we would have to go and do a good turn for the month. Uh, everybody in the fraternity would have to do something in the community, and this particular Sunday, we went uh, as a group to uh, uh, Vanderbilt Baptist Church. It was a little small Baptist church at the end of Vanderbilt Avenue, and I hadn't done much church going as a kid at the time. Uh, this was when uh, in, I was in 11th grade, but um, we all went. I sat down on the first row uh, down there, and that was kind of my first church going wherever I listened and paid attention, and I guess... Um, you know, that that was my first conviction, and uh, I really felt God speaking to me right then and there, and the passion get, kept growing stronger and stronger, and um, I kept going back, and uh, the pastor's son, Keith Garner, who I played a lot of sports with, he kept inviting me back, and uh, I just uh, felt stronger and stronger about the Lord uh, dealing with me, and then uh, one, uh, I, but I kept, man, I kept fighting it you know every time there the pastor would give an invitation at the end of the service to come forward uh i, I just had this vision that man i had to do I had there was a lot of stuff that had to go on for me to come to know christ i felt like i had to change my life everything had to all these things had to be done like you know, paperwork and all this kind of stuff i mean i didn't know that Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 says mm-hmm. for it is by grace so you say through faith and just by putting my faith and trust in the Lord and believe in him that uh that I could have a relationship with him and, and 
man, that just, that just kind of blew me away. And mm. um, to make a long story short, one Wednesday night after the service, I went in his office and um, I just felt like, you know, I was ready to put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ and what he did for me on the cross and believe in him and repent of my sins and uh, start building a relationship with him. And right there, there in that office, I prayed with Pastor uh, Bill Garner at the time, and uh, he's gone on to be with the Lord and was a special guy in my life. Uh, that was where I got saved, so to speak. And uh, since then, uh, it's been the, it's been the greatest thing. I mean, has it gotten rid of all of my trials and tribulations of life? Absolutely not. But uh, I have comfort in the one who died for me and the creator of the world. And, uh, man, I just have a, a strong relationship with him, and he helps me deal with all of life's problems. And fishing is, uh, is, is one, <laughs> one area that, man, I feel like I know the man that made all the fish, so I got a, a leg up on everybody. <laughs> man, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. We, we were talking to Mark Rose. He's a professional fisherman. Uh, you can check him out, uh, Rose Outdoors dot com r o s e outdoors dot com pastor uh, just a beautiful testimony Man, beautiful. I mean um, it just never gets old I tell Mike all the time how how people come to the Lord and and it, it's people people talking to people and people inviting people I, you know I think you said his name was Keith, uh, Keith pastor Garner. yeah yep. the pastor's son and and invited invited you to church and and on a Wednesday night after church to to come to know Christ. Um, Mark, beautiful. I, I I love it, and 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 I love in reading on your um, on your web that um, uh, you, you know you want to be uh, part of the the fishing of men. You know that great commission to go out yeah. and tell people, and and well, that's why we appreciate you coming on the the broadcast. There's folks that possibly that we've contacted who could come on that have a testimony, but sometimes they're a little nervous or afraid to kind of shouted out from the radio waves, but I appreciate you coming on to just share with us how you know Jesus Christ personally, and, and that invitation is open to anyone who's listening today. Oh, man. Yeah, I struggled with it for a long time, Pastor. I'll be honest with you, because there was girls in my church. There was teammates. There was people, friends, and, uh, and you know, that old pride, he'll, he'll set in, and, and he'll keep you from, uh, you know, going forward or, or progressing your your walk with the Lord and, and man it was just um once you uh once you put your faith and trust in Jesus and with the help with his help, if you ever ask for it, he'll give you the boldness to uh to to, to stand forward and, and, and put him first and, and man it doesn't really matter who's there or what happens and it doesn't nothing else matters because uh you know what the more the longer I live life the more that I realize that really nothing out anything outside of christ is just a bunch of wasted time and, and, it, and it's worthless yeah. Uh, yeah so the uh, him giving me the confidence and and everything is just uh it, it meant everything and he will if, if you if you uh if you call out to him he'll help you in, in any of those uh situations and coming to know him is one area where if you ask for it, he'll give it to you. Yeah, changed my life, and sounds like God's done a great changing in your life too, Mark. I, yeah. I appreciate you sharing your testimony. I'm, I'm sure you have opportunities, uh, you know, uh, with the platform God's given to you, you know, in in the professional business now of uh, catching fish, that you have some opportunities to to impact some lives there, uh, whether it be speaking opportunities or. You know, I I don't know. Do you do any kind of training 
as far as with people as with fishing and get them out there on the boat and have an opportunity to talk to them about the Lord? Well, I don't do any guiding or anything like that, uh, but outdoor ministry, yes, is a passion of mine. And when I say that, it's uh, it all started one uh, about 10, 12 years ago. Uh, a little church here in town heard about uh, how I was a outspoken Christian uh, on the tournament trail, and they were having a big fish fry at the church with their men's group. And I, they invited me to come and share my testimony. Well, that kind of bled over and word of mouth and here, this, that, and other. And now, uh, gosh, I, I spend as much time speaking at, at churches, whether it be a fish fry, um, a wild game dinner, an outdoors banquet. You know, outdoor ministry is just a, a, it's a growing, it's one of the fastest growing ministries out there. And uh, there's churches that realizing that, boy, they can really reach men through these types of events and uh, where they may not get them in a church setting or something like that to come to on Sunday morning, they might get them to come to something like this. And so it's just a real passion of mine. And like I said, when I told you that I felt like God drawn me into this vocation, uh, it was a way that I could outspokenly share my faith and reach out to them good old boys, uh, country boys and, and uh, fishermen, hunters and fishermen in our communities that are just, they're, they're great guys. But many of them just, you know, don't know Christ. They've never heard how much Christ loves them and how much he wants them to, you know, put their uh, faith in him and let him change their life. And that's what I'm doing. I'm just every opportunity I get and along the way of fishing, I'm, I'm doing that. And we have fishing church. We have meet the pros. We have Bible study. We have lots of things that go on just in a normal tournament uh, for the week. So. All three of those things go on in one tournament week. So we do, after 15 or 20 of those, you know, you get a chance to impact a lot of people along with all the other church functions. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, anybody can get in touch with me through Rose Outdoors, and I'm glad to come and share my faith with them and share some fishing tips and all that. Again, he is uh, Mark Rose. You can go to Rose Outdoors. RoseOutdoors.com. Hey, Mark, we get a chance to talk to a lot of ba- you know baseball and football and basketball guys. And and baseball, uh, we, we talked to a lot of guys in minor league baseball, and I said, look, one of the, the tough parts um, for, for somebody who's trying to walk worthy in minor league baseball or professional baseball, for that matter, is you're away on a lot of weekends from your wife, your family, people that keep you accountable. And, and looking at your schedule – you know, the, your guys, the, the the professional fishermen, you guys are a lot of places on weekends. And if somebody is, is, is struggling to walk worthy, you know, they, they've got a lot of opportunity to stray and get in some trouble when they're on, you know, in some of these tournaments in different uh, different cities you guys are in. Are there are there a group of guys that, that are in your field and, and are professional fishermen that you guys can hold each other accountable? Absolutely, yeah. And... Uh... And that's the worst part of what I do is the traveling. And it's it's the worst part of any professional athlete, I think. But, yeah, w- that's why I like to stay uh, involved in all these other um, different things that are, go on in a tournament trail. Um, it's something that I started, which was the first day of every practice is, is uh, of every tournament, the first day of practice is on a Sunday. Well, I used to go to a local church somewhere and then just practice afterwards. Well, after thinking about it, um, there's a lot of other people that may uh, want to go to church as well. And so I started fishing church on the ramp 30 minutes before daylight. We have a, a service. And 
So those guys that are involved in that, we have a, a pretty core group. And then there's always guests, which we certainly welcome. Um, we all kind of, we pray for one another. We share each other's burdens and problems. And, uh, and yeah, um, the, that core group, uh, is, is one that, uh, we, we kind of hold each other accountable. And we also have an event called Meet the Crows where we go to a church and the church hosts a dinner and we come and share, about six of us come and share, uh, fishing tips along with, uh, share our testimonies. And so those events are getting really big and, that's the same core group, and, and then we have a Bible study after registration at every tournament, and a lot of the same guys. So, yeah, we, we hold each other accountable pretty well. Well, that's good to hear. You, you mentioned it a couple of times. You, you, you know, p- people are probably always looking for fishing tips. What, uh, if Mike was going to go fishing, what would be your number one fishing tip to Mike McGivern? <laughs> go, go to the um, grocery store. Go to the grocery store no, and buy those fish. T- take Mike out of it. What what would be your number one fishing tip, or is that secret? No, no, it's kind of, um, man, it's kind of, that's a loaded question because if, if there's so many different places. But if I was to just to give a general tip, other than just a generalized go early, stay late, something like that, uh, it would have to be... Um, Fish like a, a shaky head worm a whole lot just just to catch fish and that that's a that's a bait it's a technique it's called shaky head mm-hmm. uh, and you put any kind of little straight uh, green pumpkin type worm on it uh, and throw it on eight ten pound line on a spinning rod and throw it everywhere I mean you can throw it out in the middle of the lake you can throw it around cover docks brush weeds whatever and that's just a really good technique that if you struggle with catching fish pick you up a, a, a eight ounce Strike King shaky head and put about a four to six inch green pumpkin worm on it with eight pound line and uh, get ready because you're going to catch fish. You know, Pastor, if you would have asked me that question, I would have given you the same exact answer. <laughs> I think you're on the button on that one, Mark. I you would have said pumpkin. pumpkin fit, yeah, it's a pumpkin pump, worm. I know. Pump. Yeah. No, I don't know any of that. <laughs> hey, can I read something to you, Pastor? This yeah. is right off Mark's website, and this just jumped off the page to me. <laughs> Um, and it's just a guy writing him, and he says this. Tonight I was reading an article about you on Bass Fan and decided to look at your website. The following quote hit home. The conviction kept getting stronger and stronger, and I wanted to walk down the aisle after every invitation, but my pride just wouldn't let me. That was uh, the quote that, that Mark had. And then this guy, his name is Ed, says, Tonight I swallowed that pride and said the prayer on your website and will we'll take um, we'll take the walk. Best of luck at Beaver Lake. So here's a guy who yeah. on the website is looking at, at Mark and, and his, the information that Mark has on his website and says, look, he had a pride issue. I've got a pride issue. If he did it, I certainly can do it. And through your website, a guy named Ed has, has given his life over to the Lord. It's awesome. That's being, that's being a fisher of man, Mark. That is, that is a great testimony, and it, heaven will— only be able to 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 demonstrate and show how many men or women or even kids came to know the Lord because of your your testimony, your ministry, your faith, and 
And uh, I'd say keep it up. Yeah. However we can encourage yeah, you, Mark, awesome. keep, keep it up. Keep hey, going. Hey, guys, we got to get to a quick break. Other side of the break, we've got a few more questions from Mark, and we'll continue again. Mark Rose, professional angler. He is uh, he's one of the best in the business uh, in professional fishermen. Go to roseoutdoors.com for more information on Mark. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone, an inside look at people in sports and their walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside the fisherman, Pastor Ken Keltner. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You do a different type of fishing, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, I do. The, do the, the, nice, fishing, the fishing for men, that's, you, that's what I want to do. You do a nice do. job at Brookside Baptist Church, I can tell you that. Our uh, special guest today is Mark Rose. Go to roseoutdoors.com for more information. Hey, Mark, by the time the uh, the, the uh, your tournament schedule uh, gets done, and, and it looks like it's in October, are, are, you, are you done with fishing for a while? You need to walk away from it for a little while? Yeah, you know, I see a lot of pros um, on social media that all during October, November, December, they're fishing, and and that's good. You know, different people do different things. I'm, I'm sure it is that way in baseball and basketball. Some people have to, uh, you know, stay involved in it and can't get away, and then some people have to just completely get away, and I'm one of those guys that does that. I, I completely get away from I will not pick up my bass rod and october november december or january and but it's man i just love what thanksgiving and christmas mean i i I love those holidays i love uh the family time i love being uh the deer running around and the rut starting and it's just uh, the the leaves are changing and it's just my it's it's my medicine so to speak and getting out in the woods and i've got two daughters uh, 18-year-old who just graduated high school and is about to be going to the University of Arkansas. She'll be coming home, and, and during that break, uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, man, we'll spend some time in the deer stand. They're both pretty avid hunters. they got little trophy rooms uh, working pretty good back in their bedroom. So, That's awesome. Um, yeah, I, I just love the time away. And then, you know, and it's another way it, it keeps my fire burning it, because I'm a guy that, that, that'll get burned out if I do it every day. Uh, and but once the tournament trail comes back around the end of February and we get ready to go, man, I'm I got fire in my eyes. I'm ready to go, you know. And so it's what keeps the fire burning, and and uh, it keeps me relaxed. And uh, so it's just a way to I, I choose to do things in the winter. Mark, do you uh, do you fish for fun much anymore? I enjoy crappie fishing and bluegill fishing quite a bit. I still like, no matter what, I still like seeing that cork go on. And uh, it never gets old. And, and I, I enjoy, my dad turned 67 uh, two days ago, and we went out and we caught 118 bluegill. And we we filleted them and we ate them last night. So I, I saw uh, that. 118 I, of them. You, you, but, post, uh, you posted a picture of that. 
and and I yeah, saw that I, this I saw that this morning, and I thought, man, what a that must have been just wonderful quality time with your father. Yep, I do the same thing with my girls and my wife. We we love to to pan fish, so to speak. Uh, but crappie fishing is one of my passions. That's that's another thing that I do in November and December. I like doing it in the cold weather, uh, shooting docks and things like that when the crappie load up underneath those docks. Uh, that's something that I really like to do as well. But uh, bass fishing, I, I still enjoy it, but it's because, uh, well, for instance, we had a tournament at Dangerage, the one that you mentioned. Um, other than this bluegill trip, I haven't been. I, I won't touch my bass rods until I get ready to go to Kentucky Lake and uh, a week after next. And when Kentucky Lake gets here, I'll be ready to go. Ready to go. That's the reason, again, why, because I – I still enjoy it. I love it, uh, but I I can't do it every day. Hey, Pastor, so we've been talking to Mark Rose now for, for you know, 30, 35 minutes. He's a guy's guy. He's a tough guy, right? Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a man. He's yeah. a, right? Mm-hmm. Let's find out. Hey, how would you like to come and ice fish with us? Uh, middle of January here in Wisconsin, Mark. <laughs> you know, I've, I've actually always wanted to do that. I really have. Really? I have a sponsor, well, and Plano is one of my sponsors. And I have told a lot of those guys on the pro staff that are on the ice fishing pro staff that I want to come up there and do that. I really do. I want to take a snowmobile out and I want to dig my hole and I want to. Michael, Michael, show you how to do it, Mark. Yeah, I'll be your guide, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) I will be. Look, I'm not kidding about this. That that Saturday morning show that we do from six to eight. These guys would would take you in a heartbeat. In fact, when they find out that I had Mark Rose on Faith in the Zone, they're going to go nuts. They're going to say, hey, if he ever wants to come up this way, man, we will take him. We'll do ice fishing. We'll go hunting with him. We'll, we'll show him uh, some of the great spots here in, in southeast Wisconsin or in northern Wisconsin, for that matter, if he uh, if he wants to come. Because it's just uh, it's certainly a great place if you want to hunt and fish in the state of Wisconsin. Pastor, you going to go yeah. with us ice fishing? Uh, well, it's all no. according to what day you're going to go, I guess. But... Uh, Mark, I tell you, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your testimony with us and so forth. Uh, and we've we've just had some fun here visiting with you. Do you do you have like a number one fishing story that happened in your life? I mean, you went out and you you caught this fish. Not and, the one that got away, though, right? No, not the one that got away. The one that you got in the boat. Do you have one that just stands out to you? I've got one that it's probably not in, in terms of the way y'all are thinking, but I've got a story for you that I'll share. Um, good friend of mine from here in town. Uh, he wasn't a good friend back then. He is now, but uh, he was struggling in life. And we we loved to go crappie fishing together. He and I did. And uh, I'd been witnessing to him, sharing Christ's love with him, and uh, and it just you know it was kind of he was just kind of caught up in a lot of things in life and his marriage and just so on and so forth. You can just imagine just having a rough way to go. So, um, we go, we go to Bear Creek and we're headed to Bear Creek and we're crappie fishing. Uh, we're not crappie fishing yet. We're headed there to go crappie fishing. And, uh, I just, uh, man, I got the conviction from the Lord just to continue sharing, uh, with him and don't give up on him. And, and, uh, man, he, I noticed him, some tears coming down his eyes. This was a pretty manly man, like you were just talking about. He didn't have a very soft heart. And uh, 
anyway, I could tell it, it was a time. And boy, I just, I went kind of right down that Roman road with him and let him know how much God loved him and how we were all sinners and how he could, uh, we could pray right now if he was ready to, uh, to accept Christ as his Lord and Savior. Man, he was just, he, he just turned to me and he said, I'm ready. And I pulled mm-hmm. that boat and that truck over right on the side of the interstate. And, uh, and that, uh, and, uh, my buddy, I won't call his name out, uh, but he, he prayed to receive Christ right there. We went on crappie fishing that day and just had a wonderful, God blessed us with a bunch of crappie and just had a good time. And he and I, to this day, when I see him, he comes up to me and he smiles at me and tells me he loves me and tells me how I took the time to uh, share God's love with him and didn't, didn't give up. So that's a challenge to any fisherman or hunter out there. If you've got a guy that uh, you've been working on, don't give up on him. That's a great fishing story. I love hearing that. It's the best fishing story <laughs> we've ever heard, Pastor. <laughs> That's absolutely right. You keep you keep that kind of fishing up, and Mark, uh, it's going to be worth it. There are going to be many people coming up to you in heaven saying thank you. Hey, hey, hey Mark, we've only got a couple minutes. i got to ask you, I, I read, uh, again, roseoutdoors.com, that you had asked uh, Christy to be your girlfriend in eighth grade, and you've been together ever since. That's awesome. You know, I, I went to yeah, high school. Went to the summer between the seventh and eighth grade. Man, it's, it's been quite a while. Man, good for you. Kind, look, I'm the president of uh, guys who have outkicked their coverage, and Pastor Ken is the vice president. You know, uh, reading a little bit about Christy and your family, and and Mark, you can join our club because you all kicked your coverage a little bit too. She seems like a wonderful, wonderful woman. Yes, yeah, she is. It takes a special wife i think to be any any kind of professional athlete's wife because there's so much going on back home raising kids and taking care of the home and she helps so much on the business side of things um it just takes a special woman to to deal with that time away and and everything um so yeah she's god just uh i knew she was a keeper early on so i I went ahead <laughs> yeah, uh, is she very competitive? Does she want to catch more fish than you? Not really. No, uh, she could care less about it all. We're the epitome of opposites attract, but uh, it works for us, you know. Yeah. Hey, do you um? Do, does she help clean the fish and stuff? That always seems to be a problem when you don't do much of it. <laughs> when you got to be the one cleaning the fish, to, is that your job after you catch them? That's all my job. She's she's not that big of an outdoor. You know, she grew up, her dad was a businessman, and uh, she wasn't really the outdoorsman. And she went in college and high school, and, and even now with me, just because uh, she, you know, uh, respects my passion for it. But she 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 would be all right if she never went hunting and fishing again in her life. But uh, she does it because I love it. And That's uh, awesome. So, it works. Hey, Mark, I can't thank you enough. This was really, really interesting for us. Again, if you want more information on Mark Rose, go, go to roseoutdoors.com. And uh, you can follow him, and, and, and there, he's got a Facebook page. He's got a number of ways to follow Mark Rose. And, and trust me, when you do this, you'll understand when, when he talks about what's important in his life, his faith, his family, and fishing, in that order, he is not afraid on his website or his Facebook page. It's right there. You know what you're getting into when you go uh, to roseoutdoors.com or look him up on Facebook. He is uh, awfully good at what he does. 
but where his passion lies is to uh, to fish for for men's souls, and and we love that here at Faith in the Zone. Mark, we just appreciate your time. Good luck with uh, the rest of your season, and when the season ends, put the, put it down. Put that pole down for a while and, and uh, just uh, spend as much time with your family as you can. And then come up here. Okay. Then yeah. you come up here and Mike's going to take hey. you out. I fishing. I'll get you <laughs> look, some hot chocolate. I'll make sure I get you plenty hey, of hot chocolate. I've Look, I know people. That's the key. <laughs> I know people that can get you to the best lake, and uh, they'll they'll sit out and nice fish with you. I'll stay in the car, listen to the Packer game, and keep a nice <laughs> keep that nice keep it nice and warm for us, Mark. I'll do I well, will do that. Thank you guys for the opportunity, and I would like to take you up on that. But more importantly, I thank you for your hearts and. Uh, just reaching out to people as well through your radio. And so God bless you. Yeah, thank, okay. thank you. Yeah, come and visit us at Brookside. We'd yeah. love to have you. You bet. Uh, he's Mark okay. R- Mark Rose. This is Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to Faith in the Zone, a journey on how people in sports walk in faith. Faith in the Zone is brought to you by Fellow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Here's host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All this time, all this time, you covered me. Welcome back to Faith in the Zone on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Pastor Ken Keltner. Man, Mark Rose is good. Yeah, he was really he good. He was really good. I, man, I tell you, and, I, and you know, he's a fisherman, but he's a he's a true fisherman. He he's also looking for uh, opportunities to share with people, and, and that's not bait either. You know, the gospel right. is not bait. It, it, it's the it's the difference between life and death. And uh, I I just man, I love I love it. Love hearing. Do you know he on his uh, website? He says this, when I put my faith and in, in trust in Jesus, I decided I wanted to tell anyone who would listen about it. Those were the last marching orders of Jesus to go teach others, share the good news, and make disciples. I, I wish I would have asked him if he was a first-generation Christian. Because that, you remember Marcus Handel, he said, look, when I found out, I, I want to go tell everybody. Yeah. I just want to get up on the mountaintop. And, and I don't know, it, it sounds like maybe... Um, he was when, when he talks about his friend Keith Garner uh, bringing him to to Pastor Bill Garner's church, and 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 him sitting in the front row saying, "Look, if it wasn't for my pride, I would walk down." That invitation is calling to me, but uh, pride is an issue. I don't want to do this in front of these girls and my buddies, and and I think that that I have to be honest, Pastor. I think that that pride does get in the way of of people saying, "Okay, I'm going to make this walk." Absolutely. Absolutely, I I think you're right on, and uh, uh, I I think that uh, the opportunities that God's given to him are pretty obvious right now. Yeah, his, uh, his platform is big. I watch. I I can't believe it. I watch professional fishing on uh, on ESPN, and I think it's really interesting because you know when they when they take out all the downtime and they're just showing guys catching fish, it's uh, it's it's a whole different world that I'm used to. And I wish I was better at it. I mean, they've got you know all the best equipment, and they know what they're doing, so, and they're and they enjoy it. You know, he talked about the one time where he went three days and caught like one fish. That would be hard for me. 
Well, that, that, I, I don't have the patience. That, that's kind of what it's been like for my fishing. I need, <laughs> I need to get one of those grumpy worms, or what, what was the thing called? A uh, green apple. Well, I, I, I got to go back. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> it was like he was talking Spanish. He was talking Spanish. I'm sure, but man. But I'm telling you, he, the, the, the guys that, uh, that, that do the hunting and fishing show... Um, certainly, oh, I'm will. sure the anglers thought. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I, they're falling right with that man. I, I I got lost. Yeah, my you know one thing I didn't ask him I should have is on his bio. It's uh, what's his favorite technique? Cranking, cranking, cranking. He loves cranking. So that's oh. kind of I, I guess. I'm, usually, I'm usually cranking when I haven't had something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's called cranky. Oh, <laughs> I've seen you in that mode. That's not a good. I could when Terry gets hungry, she becomes T Huckster. <laughs> oh, I hope she's listening. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Hey, Pastor, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Mike. Yeah, that Mark, was great broadcast. Thank you. You bet again. Uh, RoseOutdoors.com if you want to know more about Mark Rose. Thanks for listening. This is Faith in the Zone. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You've been listening to Faith in the Zone with host Mike McGivern and Pastor Ken Keltner. You can hear Faith in the Zone every Sunday at 8 a.m. To find past shows, exclusive podcasts, or to contribute with an inside tip for a guest, simply go to faithinthezone.com. Faith in the Zone is an inside look at people of sports and their walk in faith. Join us again next Sunday for Faith in the Zone, right here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Was it really amazing grace? Now I know for certain, Lord, it was you that rescued me. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.